we'll just. Welcome to the weasel. Welcome to the weasel. Whip out your dicks and shove them in your ass. Welcome to the weasel with Mike and Jonah. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday morning. The time is 12 past 4 a.m. And um, if you're listening to this, this means you've probably uh, listened to a couple of other episodes of ours. And um, you've noticed that as of late, we have begun to slack a little bit on the um, recording and editing side of our videos. Um, Most of this is just due to the fact that uh, we as people have become super busy over the last few weeks. Uh, Kirley and I are preparing for a trip to come back to the States. So that is really exciting. Um, She's also sick at the moment. So that's part of the reason I'm talking so softly. Hopefully it's not too loud for your ears. Um, I'm not trying to turn this into some kind of asthma video where you can hear every um, pop of my tongue, so to speak, but we'll make for a definitely interesting episode, I think. So, yeah, last weekend we were at the coast, and the scheduling just did not work out very well, um, which happens, so not a big deal. Um, so that is why I am recording this for you guys. Some of you have uh, been listening to the brooches as well. Some of you uh, diehard fans, the ones that actually um, give a shit. I'm just kidding. It's not that the other ones don't give a shit. It's just that $8 is a lot of money a month for some people, including myself. So... Um, and I'm not even sure I would pay $8 to listen to myself talk. I definitely wouldn't pay $8 to listen to myself talk. That's, uh, that's a bit crazy, but I understand. So it's all good. Um, no shade, no hard feelings. That's for sure. Um, but some of you have listened to these solo podcasts that we've done and they've been a bit, I don't know. I wouldn't say grasping for straws or um, swinging in the wind, but it's more like if you were to walk outside in the middle of the night, probably a cold night, you know, just cold enough to make everything have a little bit of shrinkage, you know, and then having to try to take a piss, um, on a specific tree in a dark wood with no light, maybe some moonlight. light. And that's kind of what like, um, solo podcasts are, I think is trying to find that one tree in the middle of a dark wood, guided only by moonlight, so you can take that holiest of holy pisses on the um, trunk. Now, <laughs> I think it's, um, I think it's cloudy tonight, so... <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I um, seem to be coming down with my own type of sickness, it seems like. Uh, so uh, that's pretty exciting. Hopefully it's not the same thing because uh, that shit sucks. Um, coast was pretty cool. We uh, went out a couple of nights to have some dinner. Went out for brunch one morning. Um, 
but most of the time was me taking care of Kiralee and her parents while they were sick, which is all good. I don't mind. It makes for a relaxing weekend inside, so that's all good. Um, but yeah, so that is the lead up to Man Yells at Clown 4, I think, number 4. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this solo podcast. Um, that you've already been listening to for four minutes, five minutes, roundabouts. I don't know. Um, nothing really interesting I've got for you today, to be honest with you. Um, I did find a story, well, clearly something, a story ages back about killer whales that are destroying or ramming into um, yachts and sailboats. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has talked about this. Probably, we're usually pretty behind the ball on this podcast. Um, but it's a uh, pretty interesting story. So essentially what is happening, and most of this is happening off the coast of Spain, is there is a specific pod of about 14 orcas or killer whales um, that are going around and that when they see yachts, they're actually running into them to the point where they're having hole breaches or they're ripping the outboard motors off or both. And uh, nobody's been killed yet, but um, they actually have no idea why this is happening. All right. Um, In the past few years, these incidents have more than tripled, according to data released by the GTOA, a group that researches workers in the region. This is off the coast of Spain and Portugal. and it's weird because the reaction from scientists is less of a, oh, they're trying to get back at us for you know being in the ocean, whatever, you know, which, granted. Um, but towards the end of the article, it talks about their most plausible theories, which is the workers are just having fun with the boats. Now, I don't know if you've ever... Um, seen orcas in real life or been to sea world but um they are super playful and in, in the article they talk about them being tactile and um, physical with each other so they, they enjoy the touch there's uh, um evidence and reports of them swimming up behind boats and just putting their face in you know the the current that's generated by the out, outboard motor just to feel Man, I guess just to feel something. <laughs> you know, I guess, uh, I mean, they're some of the largest mammals in the world, right? Whales. And so they would be doing similar things to us. Um, I was going to read you guys some of the article, but I realize now that I can't both read and talk at the same time. Um, I guess reading out loud is talking and reading at the same time, but that's kind of... Uh, who wants to do that? So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it is interesting because at least in my mind, I think about how whales are huge mammals, right? And we're, we're also mammals, obviously, but we're not as huge. Well, not all of us. And so the idea that they would do something like that just to feel some kind of physical touch, some something different than the normal currents of the oceans and the normal fish that they eat or whatever seals i think orcas eat seals 
Well, there's actually no evidence or I think any reported case where orcas have killed a person, a human. I could be wrong about this. Um, at least in these reports off the coast of Spain and Portugal, there's no reports of them actually killing anybody or anybody being killed for that matter. Although you can imagine how fucking scary that would be to have a fucking pod of orcas swimming around your boat, just bumping into it, bumping over and over and over again until finally the thing capsizes. Can you imagine? That'd be fucking wild shit. So, yeah. You know, um, crazy. I don't know. That, that's insane. The other funny thing is, um, it seems like the orcas are only attacking yachts and like very expensive sailboats. Now, I don't know if this is like something that's been cataloged and like, they're like oh, well, orcas seem to only go for boats that are within like $200,000 and fucking $1.5 million price tag. You know, I'm not sure if that's the case, but from the pictures and the people that are talking, it's not like me going out in a fucking sailboat that I made myself. Like, well, look at me. I built this sailboat from the ground up, and now I can go sailing off the coast of Portugal and Spain. Now, it's more like, um, oh, Who's someone big? Who's someone real rich? Real got a lot of money. Uh, I guess Jeff Bezos. And in fact, no, that reminds me. I think Jeff Bezos was in off the coast of Spain and Portugal with the largest. What is it like? The, it's the largest super sailboat or sailable yacht. Sorry, it's like a, a yacht that you can sail. So I don't know how that's different from a regular yacht. Maybe the setups of the Apple motors are different. I don't know. I digress. However, it does seem odd that all these boats that are getting destroyed are, um, you know, expensive ones. So I can see why they would come up with, like, they'd have to discount the theory of the boats, or the, the sorry, the, the, the whales workers, the pot of workers, um, they'd have to discount the theory that they're taking revenge on these boats. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and so one of the theories though, that, that I find is really interesting is that it's possible, not unproven, it is possible that the, that a mother orca could have either been injured by a boat or had one of its young accidentally killed or hurt by a yacht or sailboat and then took its revenge on it but not only took its revenge is also teaching the other whales to do the same which is wild at least in my mind like that's that's crazy shit you know i mean but it, it would make sense right elephants do the same thing elephants never forget a face or a name or a smell they remember everything. So you can imagine if you treating an elephant like absolute dog shit in the fucking jungles of India, right? And then you come back 30 years later and that elephant's had like, you know, a kid or two. It's probably like a grandma elephant now. 
Well, sure as shit, that elf is not going to be the only one that knows you, is it? It's going to be its kids and their kids' kids. Right? Because that's survival, baby. That's what you got to do. You got to pass knowledge down to protect your flock. So, it is interesting. Um, but obviously, the, the, a lot of these reports um, are just that. It's reports. Like there, there was a proper medical report put out by two scientists um, that uh, talks about... Oh, what does it talk about? I mean, I can actually pull that up. Right? Instead of being a fucking... I'm like a loser. So it's been only oh fuck off losers. Um so there was fifty-two interactions between the Strait of Gibraltar and Galicia in northern Spain between July and November 2020. And the following year saw 197 interactions in 2020. Oh, 2021. And in 2022, there was 207 interactions. A study on the disruptive behavior of killer whales was published in 2022 by Alfredo Lopez Fernandez, co-author of the study, and he told Live Science, or no, Live Science, um, that most of the interactions have been harmless, but at least three ships have sunk since the behavior started in 2020. <clears throat> so what that makes me think is that they're just coming up, you know, you're, I mean, you imagine you're sitting on your sailboat, you've got a $4,000 bottle of champagne on ice and you've got three supermodels there including your wife and they're just like oh yes ching ching clinking the glasses together and having just a grand old time and then unbeknownst to them off in the distance deep beneath the water maybe not even that deep kind of beneath the water they're being spotted and scoped out by this killer, this pod of killer orcas, right? They're like the the Navy SEALs, but orcas. And they're just making a conjoined effort to circle around your, your sailboat completely unbeknownst to you. And you know what? I, I reckon whales are pretty smart, man. So they've probably got like, I don't know, two three orcas that just kind of mosey their way over, maybe even distract the, the boaters of, you know, from what's going on. And they're just, you know, oh, let's be super cute. Let's just, I can, oh yeah, look, look at us. Look at, and you know, those fucking global rich people. Like, oh, look, a beautiful whale is swimming in the distance. Oh, look, it's got a baby. Wow, it's got a baby. And then they strike. Sorry, I've got a little bit of music playing in the background of my headphones so I can uh, actually think. Um, Maybe I'm autistic. Maybe I have ADHD. I'm not sure. But it was pretty intense music. And then they strike. One bump. One gentle bump. Two gentle bumps. Then a gentle bump from the other side. Now the rich people don't know what's going on. They look around, the boat slightly being jostled from side to side. Then they see it. Another one gently bumps the port side of the boat. Oh my god, someone almost spilled their champagne, their $3,000 bottle of champagne that they just got from Champagne, France. And 
Then another one, boom, gentle bump, another gentle bump, boom. But little do they know that there's a complete third pot going on just at the back of their bone, where these whales, these orcas, have got like a science orca, and he's quick at work, like um, like on Mission Impossible. And he's taking apart the um, the outboard motor. He's trying to disconnect the wires. He's got red and green, blue wires, and he's trying to cut them. He's not sure which ones to cut. And he's, you know, they're a little, they're like clicking at each other, you know, and they're talking to each other, like, hurry the fuck up, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm going. And like, this heist isn't going to work unless you fucking take off that goddamn outboard motor. Pretty soon, the little gentle bumps are like a little bit less gentle, a little bit more bumps, you know. But they can't do too much because they're waiting on this fucking science orca. Steve, we'll call him. Now Steve's too common of a name. Um, G uh, Gerald. We'll call him. We'll call him Gerald. He's been in the back and he's trying to disconnect this outboard motor. And then they get a clock, a clicking call. Oh fuck! The captain's going to the back of the boat. He's gonna turn on the outboard motor. Gerald, you better hurry up. Gerald, hurry up. The captain walks to the back briskly. He's like, you know, he's kicked his boat shoes off. He's like, not, nah, not today. I'm not getting jostled around gently by some fucking orcas. So he goes to the back. He's got his key. And and um, Trixie's like, oh no, you know, they're just they're just playing. Oh no, you can't. What are you gonna turn the up? You said we weren't gonna use the outboard motor because we're on a sail trip this weekend. Why are you pulling out the key? And he's just, the captain's just like ignoring the shit out of Trixie because fuck, she's been annoying this entire fucking trip. Just like, my fucking bikini doesn't fit. I feel fat. Pour me another glass of champagne that kind of makes me bloated, but I'm still going to whinge that I'm fat. Meanwhile, she's like probably like 35 pounds soaking wet. That's anorexia. That's what happens. Um, it's not great. I don't wish it on anybody. Anybody that is suffering with anorexia, there's um, people you can talk to for that. Um, don't starve yourself. Eat healthy, lift heavy. Anyway, the captain goes to the back, tired of Trixie's shit. And he goes to turn on, he puts his key in the ignition, and he turns it. And then nothing. He starts panicking, he tries to turn it on again. He's like, do we have gas? And they're like, yeah, of course we got gas. And he's like, Trixie, go down underneath, make sure we got fuel. So she goes underneath and make sure she got fuel. Um, she walks down and she walks to the back and sort of the very, very back of the boat, you know, was where the fuel cans are, the, 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 the secondary fuel cans as well. She goes in there and there's fuel. There's plenty of fuel, whatever. And she bends over. As she bends down to check into the field, you see a silhouette of an orca with a water rebreather standing behind her and a white rag in his fin. You don't hear anything. You don't see anything. All the captain knows is that Trixie never comes back up from the boat. The bowels of the boat? The bowels. I always thought it was interesting that they called um, the down below of a boat the bowels of the boat, like, because we got bowels, but it kind of smells like shit. Maybe bowels of boats smell like shit, too. Probably. I'm pretty sure that's where they shit. So, that's where they stored all their shit. So, you imagine, like, 
human shit, regular shit. It's just a lot of shit. Anyway, Trixie doesn't turn up, obviously. She's been chloroformed by the fucking orcas. It's just the way it is. Uh, but obviously the captain doesn't know that. He just realizes that fucking it's finally some peace and quiet. There's no more Trixie, whatever. I've been trying to get rid of her for weeks on this camping trip, this boating trip, sorry. Another bump. Another bump. And two more bumps. The outboard motor is still not starting. He's starting to panic. He goes down to see what the actual fuck is going on with the fuel. No Trixie. No fuel. Nothing. He looks down and he comes back up top. He goes to the back of the, the boat and he looks down and he sees the motor in pieces. Little pieces. And then he just sees these orcas start to move in. 15, 20 of them. 30 of them orcas just circling his boat like sharks. Gentle bump. Gentle bump. Gentle bump. And it's just like Chinese tapping torture where they're just bumping the boat in the same four spots over and over and over again. It's not a lot. Not even so much that you would think it would actually cause any problems. But the same spot over and over and over again. And then slowly a dent starts to form. And then a bigger dent. And then a hole. A tiny little hole. Just enough to let some water in. And then a hole in another section of the boat, just enough to break the pressure. Oh no, now it's starting to feel it. Take on water and they don't even know what's happening. On the boat, the uh, captain is starting to panic. He goes below deck to find his gun. Can't find his gun anywhere. He finds a flare gun though. And he gets on the radio and he starts, he gets on the horn, you know, gets on that horn. It's like, you know, mayday, mayday. Oh no, did they say mayday on boats? I guess I was in the Department of the Navy. I should know this, huh? Um, but yeah. Anyway, so he's on the he's on the radio. He's like, you know, mayday, mayday. We got like a serious problem. No answer. He gets this garbled, jumbled up, and he's like, oh no, I think that was an orca responding to my radio call. The other two of the women are thrown overboard and absolutely ravaged by these beasts. Blood and the water is spreading everywhere, but there's no bodies. And in fact, the orcas have a technique of soaking the blood up out of the water, so there's just no trace. They don't eat the bodies. Oh, no, no. They take the bodies. They're harvesting us for their, um, their land vehicles that they're going to use to take over the land. This is just their, you know, preemptive strikes, I reckon. Anyway, this is my professional opinion. Anyway, um, the captain goes back up on board, flare gun in hand, and he launches a single flare up into the air. As it falls, he see he hears sirens, very softly in the distance. The Spanish police and the Portuguese police are coming to to help them out, and they're rushing out. They're rushing out to get there. I guess Portuguese would have different fucking sirens. When they go something like that, I'm not sure. There's no workers to be found. Nothing can be done. Like nobody sees anything. There's no workers in the water. Trixie's gone, the other two are gone, it's just the captain by himself. And then, 
both police boats come and stop short of the boat because now they've realized that this boat is directly in between Portugal and Spain. And there's this tiny sliver of international water that doesn't allow either side to go give assistance to this yacht owner. But to make matters worse, he doesn't have his sails down, or, yeah, down. He's got them rolled up, so he's not catching any wind. He's in a man-made doldrums because now his outboard motor doesn't work. A man-made doldrums? Maybe it's an orca-made doldrums. I'm not sure. If you don't know what a doldrums are, um, go read The Fate of Tollbooth. Great book. Anyway, I digress. So both police boats stop short. They can't do anything. And then someone hears a click. Uh-oh. Here they come. Here come the orcas from underneath. And they pick the boat up. And they slam it down. And then they pick it straight back up again. They slam it down. It's like 15 orcas underneath this thing, pushing it up with their noses all at once. They pick it up and they slam it back down. Pretty soon those cracks in the hole, they're starting to get a little bit bigger, aren't they? The boat's starting to take on more water. But the captain doesn't notice because he's getting lifted up out of the water. He doesn't realize how much water is just inside his hole. He's getting thrown around. He climbs to the top of his mast. And he's trying to undo the, the, the sail so he can cash a bit of wind, go to one side or the other. He doesn't even care. He's just trying to get out of this situation, which, relatable, you know. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I kind of feel like maybe, like, that's what happens. That's what's going on with the orcas, and they're just not talking about it. It's not like a conspiracy, like, big orca. I reckon it's, like, big yacht. You know, big yacht. Because you, can you imagine, right, if you sell super yachts, luxury yachts, and um, they, you know, people are like, you know, people are buying them, and it's a pretty good market, whatever. But then all of a sudden, there's this ravaging pack of orcas that are roaming between Portugal and Spain, which is like prime sailboating, you know, yachting ocean with beautiful coastlines and delicious drinks and foods and sun and whatever, right? Imagine what I hit the market that would be if all of a sudden you've, it's because it's like biker gangs, isn't it? It's like, you know, everybody likes riding most motorcycles, but then like in some places like, I don't know, Sydney or Las Vegas, you go there on the motorcycle and it's possible you could just get killed by gang violence in like the first 10 minutes of being there just because you have a motorcycle. It's just wild shit. Some people, you know, most people just don't even want to risk it. So then you have only like the diehards that are um, buying these things. But obviously, you can't just run a sales market on only the diehards, right? Which is the problem with this podcast. Um, so you can imagine like these these gangs of rabid, ravenous killer whale orca pods are just destroying this market, right, if word about it gets out, so big yachts like, no, we're going to have to start suppressing this information a little bit, because we don't want people to, to know, we, won't, we don't want to kill our own market, we've got to sell, we've got to turn over these super yachts, we've got to get these things out to the people, we've got to fucking uh, make a bit of money off this, no fucking Bezos or anybody's going to buy goddamn 
um, super yacht if they think they're just going to get attacked by orcas, right? Now, I don't know if any of you have ever read research about like um, like whales communicating with other breeds of whales or another like you know species, I guess you could say. Um, because you know whales that like each species of whale has its very own like language. They have their very own enunciation of their clicks and their you know woos, their goggles and their their woos. You know, I guess you could call it by their woo. Um, it's funny actually. Uh, humans can you know, humans communicate in woos too. If you've ever been to like I don't know San Diego or um, Wilmington on a Friday night, Saturday morning, and um, you've got a lot of people going. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of a Ric Flair thing going on. I'm trying to be quiet because my wife is still asleep. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, crazy shit, right? So humans, humans communicate in woos. So it's, it's obvious that, like, um, you know, whales would communicate in woos. However, it is odd. This research has been coming out over the years that different species of whales are actually communicating with each other, similar to how dogs and cats communicate, um, uh, chickens and um, sheep communicate, and it's less about the noises that they're making, but more about the very slight, subtle um, vibrations that they create with their bodies, similar to how cats purr. Um, most animals communicate in that similar way. It's less about the noise and more about the grumbles, the growls, the you know the little vibration, vibratory noises that they make with their guts and their throats, whatever. And there's actually research to suggest that um, inter they can have interspecies communication based off of this um, uh, language that we can't perceive, or at least can't perceive anymore. There's actually um, an interesting study I cannot oh, I cannot remember it for the life of me um, about how we as humans used to actually be able to hear a lot of the um, that like sub like sub vibratory communication between like <clears throat> excuse me um, big cats. Uh, and even people that talk about like um, hiking through the jungle and then, like seeing big cats or being stalked by big cats can feel the um, them preying on them, which is interesting because like I mean that is exactly what they're doing. But also, you know, how would you feel that from a distance? So either it's got to be some like vibratory thing in the air, or you know, people are just psychic. I mean, because you, you can feel when people are looking at you, watching you, pretty like. Pretty easily, I reckon. Like it's, um, it's not super difficult. Not often difficult. Maybe that's not the right word. It's weird. Not super uncommon. I don't know. You ever get that feeling where you just you feel someone watching you, and you're like, oh, wow. Um, I feel like I'm being watched, and there's nobody there. And then you find out somebody was watching. It's just like that. Anyway, they think there's interspecies, um, interspecies communication. So you imagine these orcas are teaching now humpback whales, maybe blue whales, even whale sharks. And then the whale sharks like, ah, I'm not really into it, but he passes that information on to say, I don't know, great white sharks and hammerheads. And they're like, oh, we can get behind this for sure, but we're fucking around with the humans. 
fuck, it sounds dope of the dopest. So, um, that's pretty, pretty scary shit. Don't know if that's what's happening, but you can imagine if it was, that would be like, whoosh. So, um, I'm going to cut it there because this is before work and it is now 4.44. I've got to, uh, get ready. I've got to put this up. So it's on time. Um, I'm sorry it wasn't longer. I'm sorry it contained nothing more than just my ramblings of a, a man screaming at clown, but really quietly. Um, you know, we uh, we have some big plans for this podcast while we're in the States. Uh, it's just at the moment. Things have been real hectic with work and sick and, you know, planning and, you know, trying to save money. And, and I see everybody before we, we, you know, we leave and, um, Obviously, while we're there, uh, the, um, the 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 posting schedule is going to be a little bit wonky because um, you know, me and Curly are going to be abroad, so I'll have all my stuff with me. Obviously, it's just going to be a little um, it's going to be a little uh, sporadic or erratic. Uh, sporadic, I think, is a better word. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, just uh, be prepared for that. Before we, we do apologize, um, you know, we will try to get some stuff out for you and, and everything. So, uh, yeah, you guys have a lovely rest of your day. I hope it's a good one. Um, happy Friday for my Aussie friends and happy Thursday for my American friends and man, happy one of those two days for everybody else. Cause I think it's just spans those two days. I think unless somebody's a day ahead. Or even further behind, I don't think so. I think the, the way the planet rotates and all that. And I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm a retard. I'm, oh, I can't say that. Sorry, guys. I'm a moron. I apologize for saying that word. I really do. It, it slips out because I am kind of one, sort of. I don't know. Maybe not. Is it is it disrespectful to say that I am? I don't know. Maybe. I don't even think I'm that smart to, you know, consider myself mentally challenged, to say the truth. You know, the thing with, like, people that have like, mental issues is that um, while their learning capabilities seem either stunted or um, behind or not comparable to ours, they, they also have, like, I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody with Down syndrome, like, they are the happiest motherfuckers you've ever met in your entire fucking life. They really, truly are. They do not give a shit what you do or say. They just want you know, they're happy doing whatever it is they're doing, wherever there is they're going. They're just, you know, so happy to see you all the time. And there's a certain, um, there's a certain compassion that you get, I think, or that you can have, uh, a certain compassion that's there that we can't understand because we have, other things blocking us. I don't know. It's an interesting concept. I'll expand on it further later on. Maybe. Um, yeah. Hopefully I don't get canceled because of this fucking stupid thought that I just had. I love you guys to death. We'll catch you guys on the next episode, um, which will be this weekend. We'll be recording on Sunday, like normal, hopefully. Um, so yeah, get ready for that. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Love you guys to bits. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Toodaloo.